हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट यूनिट 11 फेडरलिज्म एंड आवर टॉपिक इज डी कंसंट्रेशन इनिशिएटिव टेकन बाय द यूनियन एज ऑफ टुडे द रिपोर्ट ऑफ द सरकारी कमीशन इज कंसीडर्ड एज पीसमील एफर्ट टू प्रोवाइड रीसाइलेंस टू द सक्सेसफुल वर्किंग ऑफ द फेडरल सिस्टम the commission by and large has found the union type federal polity not only suitable but essential to build the federal nation of india however it recommended for the offloading of the sum of the union's function to the states and it further underlined the need for evolving transparent procedural norms in implementing some of the controversial federal provisions such as article 356 etc it also st- stressed the need for evolving the cooperative collaborative federal culture in which both the union and the states would work as equal partner in building an integral federal union although the commission made 230 specific recommendations in a further development the government of india constituted interstate council in 1990 the council had been entrusted with the task of examining the reports of the sarkaria commission in the first instance and to evolve consensus on the possible change in the structure and process of interstate relationship out of the 230 recommendations of the sarkaria commission on which council took decision altogether 108 recommendations have so far been implemented 35 have been rejected and 87 are under implementation The remaining 17 recommendations of the Sarkaria Commission pertaining to the Article 356 deployment of the parliamentary forces in the states compliances with the union's directions and laws made by parliament Article 256 and 257 and effect of the failure to comply with or to give effect to directions given by the union government etc have been considered by the subcommittee of the council the council has rejected six recommendations pertaining to the role of governor and 18 on all india services out of the 44 recommendations on financial relations the council had accepted 40 and rejected the remaining four so is the case with reservation of bills there seems to be no disagreement between the center and states on 33 recommendations belonging to the head economic and social planning divergence of views still prevail on issues like role of governor industries mines and mineral etc Some of the consensus decisions of the council include residuary powers of legislation should be transferred 
from union list entry 97 to concurrent list as a matter of the convention states must be actively consulted by the center while legislating on concurrent list this is because laws enacted by the union particularly those relating to the matters in the concurrent list are enforced through the machinery of the states and consultation is essential to secure uniformity consultation with the states by the center should be made obligatory in the matters of appointment and selection of governors to give effect to the constitution may be suitably amended to ensure impartiality and neutrality of the office of governor the person so appointed should not be intimately connected with the active politics persons belonging to the minority communities should also be considered for gubernatorial posts also the governor as a matter of convention should not return to active partisan politics after relinquishing office even though he or she would be eligible for a second term or for election to the office of vice president or president this was necessary to ensure the functioning of a governor in an independent and impartial manner further the special powers given to the governor in some states have to be exercised by him in his discretion when a no confidence motion is pending against a chief minister the governor may not concede his request for proroguing the house rather the governor may summon the assembly on his own instead of heading rolling at the governor's place raj bhavan the majority must be tested on the floor of the house time bound clearance of state bills referred to the president by governor the state bills should not generally be reserved for presidential considerations except for the constitutional specification and for the purposes referred to by the sarkaria commission in its report approved the alternative scheme of devolution of share in central taxes to the states and the transfer of taxation from the union list to the concurrent list amending article 356 proclamation of emergency in a state on grounds of breakdown of constitutional machinery as to provide the material grounds on which this provision may be proclaimed delegation of powers in the state government for diversion of forest land for developmental use revision of royalty rates under mines and minerals regulation and development act every 2 years instead of 4 years formulation of a uniform policy on creation or abolition of the legislative council in the states formulation of the comprehensive central legislation on taxes imposed by the local bodies of the states on the commercial operation of central undertaking etc 
much of these decisions of the councils are in the form of laying down the political executive norms of federal practice. This does not require a major revision of the constitution. Now let us move to the point concluding remarks. Over the year, Indian federalism has shown enough resilience to adapt and to accommodate structurally and politically the various pressures of federal state formation. It has recommended the various identity-linked demands for statehood. It has also, as mentioned above, attended to the institutionalization of the societal autonomy as it gets reflected in the northeastern region of India. The federal democracy has decentralized itself to the level of village self-governance. As a matter of fact, federalism in India is publicly perceived as an instrument of people's empowerment and to that extent federal democracy seems to be working successfully. Similarly, in the area of union-state relationship, one finds almost total unanimity among the political parties and the units of the federation to follow the recommendations of the Sarkaria Commission in building a cooperative collaborative model of Indian federalism. It is precisely the reason that the today one does not find such demands of yesteryears like scrapping of Article 356, etc. The growing silences of regional parties in the national decision-making process in the present era of coalition government shows the part participatory strength of Indian federalism. Another interesting development that one witnesses is the growth of the competitive federalism among the states. In the present liberalized market economy of India, the center is withdrawing itself from many crucial sectors of the socio-economic development. The state is allowed, of course, under the rules and regulation framed by the center to negotiate with foreign direct investment. This does not mean that the states have treaty-making power. The competitive federalism has another dimension too. The developed or developing and performing states like Andhra Pradesh, Karnataka, etc. are demanding greater shares in the financial allocation made by the center. They argue that the center allocation should be linked to the performance level of the state. Thus, rule for minimum level playing field should be relaxed. This nonetheless may have adverse impact of the underdeveloped states like Bihar, Uttar Pradesh, etc. We should never forget that the basic objective of an economic union is to maintain minimum regional balance in terms of growth and development. Here, the role of center assumes critical federal significance. As a mean of nation-building, federalism in India has largely succeeded in building a federal union and a federal nation. Now, let us sum up the unit. 
This unit introduces the concept of federalism, its meaning and essence focusing on the characteristics and the salient feature of Indian federalism. Federalism implies collective governance through formation of states and territorialization of federal local administration in such a manner as to promote closer contact between the people and government. Distribution of federal powers on the non-centralized basis and creation of the institutions of shared rules. Indian federalism is characterized as quasi-federal with an inbuilt tendency to centralize under certain circumstances. The legislative and the executive authority is partitioned between the state and the center by the Indian constitution. Though India is a union of state, no unit possesses the right to succeed and are governed by a single constitution. It is only under unusual circumstances like an emergency that Indian federalism assumes the characteristics of the unitarian polity. There are two broad types of centralization of federal power, circumstantial and the consensual, in order to protect the units of the federation from external aggression maintained in the constitution protect the integrity of the nation and take the union out of the financial crisis. Federal powers are distributed between the states and union on the basis of territoriality and the specification of subjects with matters of local interest like public disorder, police, agriculture, sanitation, fisheries, sale tax being put under the state list. Subjects like foreign affairs, defense, currency, etc. are put in the union list. Over the year, federalism in India did exhibit a strong centralizing tendency, encroaching upon the subjects originally assigned to the states, enhancing its domain through various means. The report of the Sarkaria Commission is considered an effort to provide the risk silence to the successful working of the federal system. The union type federal polity is considered essential for India, but the commission recommended transferring some of the union's functions to the state and evolving transparent norms to implement some of the controversial federal provisions. Federalism in India is perceived as an instrument of people's empowerment and to that extent and as a means of nation building, it has been functioning successfully in building a federal union. Now let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.